0: Hey, hey, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning into the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. You are listening to a very special throwback episode. We're pulling out the best of our over 600 episodes and making sure that you never miss a thing. So enjoy today's throwback. We'll see you on the next side. Today, we're talking about what differentiates top leaders? How do you get people to willingly follow you? How do you get people to be invested in following the plan that you lay out for them? How do you get people to work as hard as they possibly can at helping you to achieve your goals and in turn achieve theirs? Well, there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is is that there are definitely some things that really and truly differentiate top leaders. And there are things that you can begin to embody and start to learn and grow into the second you stop listening to this episode today. The bad news is is that it definitely takes a lot of work and you know it takes more to be a great leader certainly than it does to be a strong manager and they're two very different things you know a manager focuses on measuring and tracking and holding people accountable to results. A leader combines all of those things that we just mentioned with the deepening and strengthening of the people that they manage. A leader inspires people to go further and do more. A leader inspires greatness in every person they come in contact with and they leave every person that they touch in a better place than when they first met them. So today I'm going to give you some really awesome tips for how you can become a better, stronger leader, inspire better results from the people that you touch, and leave a stronger impression on everyone that you come in contact with. Are you ready? Let's do this. So the first rule is serve first. Serve first. So, when we move into leadership roles, many times we move out of a production role and into a thinking role. And, you know, many times when people envision themselves moving from a production role into a leadership role, They see the flexibility and they see, um, you know, less pressure and they see kind of getting off of the hamster wheel and having that bird's eye view of everything that's going on. And yes, that is the end goal to experience um, the fruit of your labor and the outcomes of your work. But it's very, very important if you're going to be in a leadership and or management role, hopefully a combination of both of those things, that you focus first on serving Because if you want to achieve long-term success, lasting results, and sustainable outcomes that really truly can last the test of time, you have to be making short-term decisions with long-term impact. And then so that means you're not only working towards how do you get your team to perform today, how do you get your team to get great results this week or this month, which comes through management. But you're also looking at the long-term game, which comes through leadership. Leadership creates lasting change. It creates a lifetime of deepening and strengthening of the people that you're working with versus management, which creates short-term outcomes and results. Now, to run a successful business or to manage a successful team, you need both, right? You need short-term results that come in the minute and in the moment uh, in the short term. But you also want to be continually investing in the deepening and strengthening of the knowledge base of your team and their ability to succeed with or without you if you want to achieve results over the long term and if you want to empower people to ultimately be able to perpetuate your goals and your aspirations for your team, your company, whatever it is, with or without you. And in my book, Unstoppable, which you can get by going to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash unstoppable, I break down leadership. And I really break it down into the three levels of leadership and the evolution that you go through as a leader. And what I want to share about leadership is that true freedom is directly correlated with leadership, Because leadership comes down to your ability to get results through others. I'm going to say that again. Leadership comes down to your ability to get results through others. Leadership inspires and empowers others to perpetuate your message and your mission in the world with your business, with your company, with your team that you're leading, and ultimately gets them to the point that they can generate results with or without you. And that's where freedom comes from. So that means releasing control. It means focusing on developing and grooming others over a period of time and growing them up in their roles so that they can become more and more skilled and more and more powerful and more and more impactful at everything that they do so that they can operate without you right? And so that's where freedom comes from. Because no one has ever been able to accomplish anything of great significance without a team, without people behind them that complement their strengths and fill in the gaps. Because none of us is perfect. None of us are good at everything. None of us can do everything required to build a business of substance and significance without a team of people around us to make us successful. So when I say serve first, I mean that you work as hard at making your people successful as you expect them to work at achieving the production goals that you've laid out for them. So serve first, make a difference, inspire, influence, and create lasting impact and change. The second big thing is truly understanding what it takes to be successful in their Role. So if it's not a role that you have done personally, which the ideal situation when you're managing others is that you actually do the job first and truly understand what it is that they're doing and what it takes to succeed. If you have not done the role, it's imperative that you care enough about the people that you manage and care enough about the result that you're trying to get that you invest in learning because without that, you're truly going to have gaps in the strategy that you're laying out and there's going to certainly be um, some missing pieces in the roadmap that you give your team to follow to achieve the goals that you're trying to get them to achieve. So you want to make sure that you understand what it takes to succeed. You want to make sure you understand what it takes to get the outcomes and the results that you're striving towards. The third big one is you want to give a roadmap. You want to make sure that you are giving a play-by-play roadmap for what success looks like that you're being very clear intentional and specific about how you want people to achieve the result not that they don't have creative freedom and flexibility but in many instances especially when people are learning and you're grooming them they truly do need a roadmap for success they truly do need you to lay out for them what good looks like and how they can achieve it. Too many times managers and or leaders, quote unquote, don't fill in all of those gaps. Don't give the how. Don't give the step by step. Don't give the roadmap. And then they're disappointed in the results. And people can be working as hard as they possibly can work. But without that roadmap, um, they could be digging, uh, a, 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 you know, a tunnel to the, the total wrong uh, end of the country, right? So it's your job to make sure that they're pointed in the right direction, that they have the playbook on how to achieve success, and that you're giving the, the roadmap on how to get there. Number 4. Okay, so don't Monday morning quarterback. So we all know what that means and we've probably all had that experience where, you know, our manager or our supervisor or maybe you've done this in the past, where, you know, you take a look back at the last week or the last month or the last quarter or the last year even. And, you know, you go to your team or maybe your supervisor's come to you and been super disappointed in the results and wondered how this happened and what To this outcome, and you know, it it can be, um, you know, it can definitely lead to the deterioration of a team very quickly when the manager is not involved day to day, week to week, month to month, and obviously that is dependent upon the level of the team. If you're dealing with very entry level, newer people, you know, that might need to be hour to hour. If you're dealing with experienced, talented, high caliber leaders, that might be week to week or even month to month. But the bottom line here is you cannot expect to generate consistent, profitable results and have a motivated and engaged team performing at the highest level if the only way that you coach them is after the fact. You have to roll up your sleeves, get involved. I always say, you know, get off the sidelines and get in the game with your team. Know what's going on in the field and in the trenches. Understand their challenges. Understand what's going well. Understand what they're struggling with. You have to know these things in order to be able to coach effectively and lead clearly to a victory. So no Monday morning quarterbacking. Make sure you coach in real time, stay involved. And the whole goal of coaching in real time is so that you can do course correction And so that you can help the team to get back on track before it's too late and you can guide the ship and navigate the herd to keep them moving in the right direction every step of the way versus doing a look back and being super disappointed and it really being too late and too much time has lapsed without um, any corrective action. The next big one is I want you to work as hard at making your team successful as you want them to work in Pushing forward your goals and objectives. You know, many times the team is going to be focused on the production aspect of your business. The team is going to be focused on the day to day, whether it's operational tasks, customer service, outbound phone calls, um, you know, dealing with the implementation of all the moving pieces that make the business work, um, generating sales, whatever it is, right? And so, your job as the leader and what great leaders really truly understand is that their job all day every day is to make it better, faster, and easier for them, their team to succeed and to perform at a higher level. And when you put thinking time in every single week, about how you can get things off your team's plate, how you can actually help your team to delegate effectively, how you can help them to systematize and automate, how you can help them to leverage their strengths and minimize their weaknesses, how to teach them how to partner with others to fill in any gaps that they have, how to um, be more effective at every aspect of what they're doing. If you work as hard at making your team successful as you want them to work at achieving your production goals, that is going to create not only a huge victory, but a lasting partnership, a lasting relationship between you and them that is going to allow you to take the team to heights you never imagined possible. And one of the key things that many people don't talk about very frequently is that it's the teams that stay together, typically, that become very, very successful. It takes a little while for a team to begin working together effectively and humming along and for the business to be operating like a well-oiled machine. When there's constant turnover and disruption in the staff, that compromises the ability to raise the level of performance because you're stopping and starting, stopping and starting constantly versus a nice and ongoing evolution of the skill set and of the way that everyone's operating together. So if you are a leader or a manager, or a small business owner, or an entrepreneur, any of those things, it's really, really important that you're always thinking about retention of your team and retention should always be one of the number one objectives of anyone that wants to succeed as a manager or leader because it's in that retention that the team has time to work out how their strengths and weaknesses can, can combine with one another and how the whole skill set and team can evolve. So really understand that there is a timing aspect to all of this and that there is a critical element of success that comes down to the team staying together and having time to leverage each other's strengths and really evolve as a unit working together. The next big one is I want you to be clear, consistent, and trustworthy. And I know those things seem super simple. And super obvious but unfortunately many leaders struggle with this maybe they don't share all the details maybe they provide one direction one day and another direction another day maybe they need to work on their communication skill or style because it's it's confusing to the people that are trying to follow them these are very common issues with managers and leaders which is why I'm covering them here today so don't immediately think oh I'm great at all of these areas you know I don't need to work on those those are so simple those are such the basics I want you to understand that many many leaders struggle with these three things which is why again I'm covering them here so I want you to ask yourself how can I be more clear in my communication how can I be more consistent does my team know what to expect from me when and how Do they know they can count on me? Do they always feel like my door is open? Do they always feel like they can reach out to me with anything, no matter how big or how small? Do they feel like they can come to me for guidance and support and feedback as a partner in their success? Do they feel like you have their absolute best interest in mind in every decision that you make? These are the things that extraordinary leaders think about every single day, and it's what differentiates them. It's what gets their team to buy into them and to give them their absolute best. And in that, the whole team wins, both the people on it and the person leading it. Another big thing that most leaders completely miss and it's one of the easiest ways to catapult your results to the next level very, very quickly and that is to focus on what's in it for them. Too many times I see leaders communicating the message of what's in it for the company or why they personally want them to achieve the goal. But what I don't hear often enough is a discussion around what's in it for them. And if you take nothing else from this episode, I want you to remember that anytime you want to get anyone to do anything, the number one thing you need to focus on is what's in it for them. What's the benefit or outcome? What is the positive result that's going to come about for this person by doing this? Focus on that. They don't care as much about anything else besides their dreams, their goals, their outcomes, their results, and certainly never ask your team, to do anything that is going to have a negative outcome for them. You know, make sure that it's a win-win. You know, think about that term simultaneous promotion of all interests. Because when you win and you're, in, you're operating in integrity and with authenticity, your team wins as well. And then you win, the team wins, and the company wins all together. Now, the next key thing that I want you thinking about and how you manage your team and what's going to differentiate you as a great leader is to customize your approach. So one of the things that's really, really important about getting the best out of each and every team member that reports to you is understanding that each one of them are totally unique and totally different. Different things motivate them, different things frustrate them, different things cause fear in them. Different things make them uncomfortable and they have their own set of goals and aspirations and dreams that they're working towards. It's critical that you customize your message and your communication around the person that you're speaking with so that you can help them perform at their personal best. If you're trying to motivate someone with something that doesn't have any meaning to them, obviously you realize that you're probably not going to get the best result. So these are all key considerations and really important things for you to take back and think about and give yourself an evaluation of how you think you're doing as a leader and pick just a few of these things that you can get started working on to help raise your game as a leader and as a manager. And in this, you're going to inspire greatness in others. Remember that the number one thing is that your team is watching you. They're picking up cues from everything that you say and do. Your written communication, your email communication, your verbal communication, your uh, voice intonation, your body language, your, you know, everything about your communication is sending a message. And so I want to encourage you today to challenge yourself, to inspire greatness in word and in deed. To inspire greatness just by someone wanting to be like you, wanting to operate at the level you're operating at and take those next steps to perform at an even higher level. I want you to leave each and every person that you come in contact with even better than they were when you found them. And if you have this mindset as a leader, no doubt you will ultimately lead your team to victory inspire greatness in those around you, and achieve your goals and dreams along the way. Until next time, I'm going to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. If you're loving The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews help us get into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and we love to keep climbing. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs to help them grow and scale their businesses online. And thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. Here's to our next 600 episodes together.